It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling through a Thursday afternoon. Of course, the show will be moving to 4 to 6 back in uh, drive time radio. Uh, That'll be great, and uh, hopefully we'll have more of this following guest. It is Clarence Hill, Jr., and uh, joining us, uh, Cowboys beat writer, veteran beat writer, and uh, Clarence, the thing that you know better than anybody, there's never a dull minute on this beat. You can be there, sell, you know, maybe spending time with one of your daughters or having a nice evening or out with friends or even on a date, and, and news can hit at any moment. And sure enough, Jalen Smith released by the Cowboys. Now, uh, Clarence... We knew that, I mean, we can't be shocked that Jalen's gone, uh, uh, but the timing of it we could be a little stunned by. When you, uh, when you started getting the, the phone started, the, the buzzer started going off, and you heard about this, what was your initial reaction? Well, it, it was why now and, and why at this time. But, you know, you knew this was a possibility. You know, from the day they drafted Micah to the plans to use Micah middle linebacker, understanding his contract situation, going to play a reduced role. Uh, You know, we thought it could happen certainly at the start of the season, certainly final cut to training camp. Uh, And, 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 you know, unbeknownst to us, the Cowboys were trying to work a trade, but they also were were trying to work through some situations on the team. You know, everything wasn't smooth having used my good defensive end, losing COVID. But uh, it's not a surprise. It's the only surprise is the timing of it. but, you know, it, it was it's a business decision. And and I, I know that a lot of people want to beat up Jalen for his play, but this 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 thing had a lot of moving parts. You know, they offered they, they Jalen would still be here if he would have taken the uh the guarantees off the injury guarantee off his next year in salary. You know, the Cowboys were gonna keep him. They asked him to remove the injury guarantee from his salary for next year, which was nine point two million dollars. Is right and which he shouldn't have done. Because they're going to cut him anyway in the offseason, so you know, you know, so that was not a smart move on his part. But he could have stayed. Uh, certainly, uh, to how the you know Michael's development, uh, the need to uh, want to play Jabril Cox, play some younger guys, but also how they're playing their safeties. They're going to use less safeties a lot down as linebackers in in, in sub packages and nickel defense, and they got those safeties have, have shown to be pretty good. So there are a lot of moving parts here, and it's a situation where. In the end, it was a good business decision for both guys because Jalen gets to go to a new team. He also gets to play for a contender. The Cowboys, there are no offset language in the contract, so he gets all of his money from the Cowboys, plus he gets new money from whatever contract is with the Packers. So, so, and you're the one who reported this on Twitter, talking to Clarence Hill, the Star-Telegram. If he had of basically said, okay, I will not hold you to – the whatever it was, nine point two million guarantee. Yes, the injury yeah. guarantee for two thousand twenty-two season. Uh, he right. plays out the rest of the season. They keep using him. It's not like the guy. He might have been like they could call him a progress stopper in the sense that maybe this will free them up to do even more or whatever. But it's not like the guy. Everybody liked the guy. I mean, maybe fans didn't. No. But the guy had yeah, a, a really him. good reputation in the locker room. Yeah, and it was, and, and again, it's a long season, and and that's what people don't get. You know, even at the start of the season, 
it's a long season. You got COVID. You know, there's question, you know, LV, Layton has not proven that he can stay healthy for a full season. You know, you do have a rookie linebacker, you know, and we don't know how that's going to take. Again, Keaton Neal has had injuries in the past. And so, you know, anything could come up. And if you, if you, the money was already guaranteed. Okay. So it wasn't like you're saving any money this year. Yeah. There's a chance he could have stayed for the rest of the season. If, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, if he waives the injury guarantee because they could have used him, you know, and, and, and you don't know when they could use him. But, but again, it's a situation works out for both teams. They do like the makeup of their roster. They do like, do like the other options they have at linebacker, and they want to see more of Jabril Cox, the rookie from LSU. Certainly, you, you, you wrote Neil is back, and you got three veterans at Neil, or two veterans at Neil and, and, and Layden, plus you got Micah Parsons, and, and with, with DeMarcus Lawrence coming back and some of those guys coming back on the defensive line, you won't need to use him at defensive end. You can keep him at middle linebacker. And again, I talked about those safeties, and, and those safeties has played better than anybody expected. So uh, I like how Dan Quinn will use the players on his roster, and they feel they can live without Jalen Smith. So, again, it's a win-win for both sides, no matter what fans think about, you know, his swiping and, and, and you know, his poor play. The thing that, to me, that that's frustrating is gets lost, and I, I don't mean to – to, to ramble, but you're talking about a guy who overcame odds. You know, no one expected Jalen to – there are a lot of people who didn't expect Jalen to ever play again after a horrific knee injury yeah. in college. You know, he you know he had drop foot. He had nerve damage. There are a lot of people who took him off their draft boards and not think he would play. You know, the Cowboys had some inside information because Daniel Cooper, you know, did the surgery, but no one knew. And, and certainly you didn't think he would ever come back to the level he was in college, but he was considered a top-five pick. You know, and for him to make himself into a pro bowler, for him to, since coming back from the injury, never miss a game, never miss a practice. Now, people don't understand, never miss a game, never miss a practice over the last four years. That says something about the guy. Yeah, and and another part of this story is Leighton Vander Esch came out and basically said, you know, you you fans say all this. We're people, too. We have livelihoods. You don't know and, boy, he got some backlash, and I knew immediately. In fact, I kind of tried to defend Leighton because, I, 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 to me, it was he was just speaking on behalf of a teammate, and he didn't like some of the backlash and some of the ridicule that was coming toward Jalen Smith. And, you know, quite frankly, some of the fans were just kind of like good riddance. It, some of the stuff you were just talking about. Now, what Leighton probably did go too far and some of those comments were misguided because, you know, the common fan and the common man that's earning a shot, you know, they don't, they, they, they can't really, re- you know, they don't want to hear about these guys' problems because these guys are making millions of dollars. But uh, I, I, I thought Layton's heart was probably in the right place. Do you agree? Yeah, his, his heart was definitely in the right place. And, 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 and sadly, a lot of people used to pit. Jalen against Layton, you know, and, and like it was, they were competing for, for the one spot. And, 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 you know, there's a question about Layton's future here. And I know a lot of nasty fans on Twitter, you know, in response to talking about you're next. You know, that's what I heard. You know, mm. One of my mm. uh, Twitter responses. So, I mean, again, people will never know what they have to deal with, but they're humans. They have emotions just because they make a lot of money. Get on TV. Don't mean you can say whatever you want and treat them any kind of way. And, and that's the sad thing about it is, you know, fans only care about players when they're great. 
you know, and when they can do something, when they help their team win, if they're not helping you win, you know, it's like good riddance, you know, and they don't care about anything uh, about the humanity, about their livelihood, what they're going through. So, but that's part of it. That's the world we live in. It is, and um, and Clarence, even sometimes people say mean things about us, sports writers and radio yeah, people. All the time. Yeah, all yeah, the time. and you do have to kind of have we, thick we, skin. We, and, we, yeah. we have a thick skin, Matt, because we, 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 we talk about people, and we can't get sensitive when people start talking about us. I don't think so. I don't think so. I can remember even writer, <laughs> sports writers that had things posted about them, like in the locker room, and uh, – uh, all that kind of thing. We won't get into that. That is uh, Clarence Hill from the Star-Telegram joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I thought that was interesting. In a related note, a somewhat related note, uh, Steph Gilmore gets um, uh, uh, released, or they basically announced that they were going to release him, uh, the, the Patriots, and then lo and behold, the, the Panthers get in there and, uh, and do the deal for him. I think it was a six-round a six pick that Matt Rule and the Panthers were able to do, and they get a guy who two years ago was the defensive player of the year. Um, I thought I saw early on you immediately thought, hey, Cowboys need to jump all in on that guy. Um, what, obviously, things are going pretty well for the Cowboys. What, what in your mind made you think, okay, this is a guy they, ha- they really need to go after? Have you seen Anthony Brown play? I'm just checking. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <Anthony> Brown. <laughs> have you, have you watched him play cornerback? I saw him have cornerback. an interception. The, the man had an interception the other day, okay? You no, know, he dropped it. He dropped it. He didn't. That's the problem. He dropped it. it was, he dropped the layup interception. That, that was okay. the problem. Did you, right. did you see him against Tampa when, 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 when uh, Antonio Brown ran by him? It's, it's an issue. It's an issue going forward. If, you're, if this team was – Wants to win a Super Bowl, strike one iron side. You got everything going well, you know, improve every aspect of your team. You know, Stephen always talks about, uh, you know, uh, improving the roster as 365-24-7. And this was potentially a situation that they would have looked into. And, and, and I would say that, you know, talking to the Cowboys, they were looking into it. I think they were waiting for him to get cut and maybe compete, you know, uh, for him when he was a free agent, I, the, the Panthers went in and they, they they traded for him and also accepted his salary as is, you know. And, and so, you know, that's also part of the situation. They accepted his salary as is uh, when they took the trade. And so uh, they struck first and, and good for them. Well, the Cowboys are not always the quickest on the trigger. And the funny thing is almost everybody that ever gets released, what's the first story we all run to? Are the Cowboys interested? Are the Cowboys going to take them? And and really, the track record is they don't. I mean, it, it's not like they just boom. They're going to move in a hurry. It's not really how they operate. I'm trying to think of the last person, like opportunistic, somebody gets cut, and the Cowboys roll in there and cut a quick deal. I mean, my gosh, they brought back Roe McLean, but that was a different deal. That guy was out burning houses and doing all kinds. I mean, that, that was some weirdness involved with that deal. I don't uh, I don't remember a deal where they got one done quick. Can you think about it? Like some no, where somebody gets it, cut and I mean, they, they – I mean, It's not like they have a whenever – Mark Cooper, who, who, who's made all the difference in the world with Dak Prescott. And that was a good – no, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. They yeah. they were falling apart that season, and, and they made it – not only did they get Amari – 
but they made the change at O line coach. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, uh, that yeah. was uh, that's a that's yeah, a fair yeah. point. Yeah, and, so, uh, so it, it was desperate times then. Right now, it's not desperate times, but I'm just telling you, you know, it was something that I would have looked at if I'm, you know, because the Cowboys are, are flying high, looking good. They look like they're as good as any team in the NFC. And then if this is an opportunity, because you know, Super Bowl's not trauma. You don't. I know Jerry wants to play young players, but you know, Super Bowls don't wait for young players to develop either. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, it doesn't always happen, uh, except if you're, you know, Super Bowls happen all the time for years and years when you have the right quarterback for the Patriots, but that's another story. Okay, as we get ready to enter, I guess you like to call it Texas OU. Some people would prefer OU Texas weekend. That's what it is. Um, Texas OU. You're in Texas. You're yeah. in Texas. Talk like Texas. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't have, you know, any love for the flagship university. I have love for you. Uh, you attended there. I've got great UT friends. But now what uh, – uh, this is a big one. It's 11 a.m. start. Of course, I'll be focused on Baylor-West Virginia. But when the uh, – game, when game. The, the only thing I don't like is I, I like the hatred between these two schools. And this whole leaving the conference, they were such in lockstep. The Sooners are such the little brother of the Longhorns in all this. That's a little embarrassing that the that the Sooners have to go around doing what the Longhorns tell them to do. But okay, that's another story. Do you think Casey Thompson? Yeah, but do you think? And I agree. I agree with that part of it. Do you uh, do you think Casey Thompson is is up to the task? And do you are you feeling pretty good about your Longhorns' chances in the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I, if, if you look at the situation, and, and, and this is what, 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 you know, Texas has not fared well against Oklahoma in recent years, but this is not that same Oklahoma team. You know, going into this game, you know, I know Oklahoma's rated in the top 10, just like AM was rated in the top 10, and AM wasn't that good, and Oklahoma's not that team this year. Uh, they've played one team with a winning record. The combined record of Oklahoma's opponents are 9 and 17. All, th- all three teams that Texas played, and beaten have a winning record. Their combined record opponents are 16-8. Texas have played a tougher schedule. They played tougher teams. Um, I, I do think that if you just take the names off the jersey, Casey Thompson has played just as well, if not better, than Spencer Rattler this year. I agree with that. Take the names off the jersey. Look at the numbers. Yeah. Look at the raw numbers. You know, he's played as well, if not better, than Spencer this year. Yeah. So, uh, and you add in Bijan, who is the best player in the conference. Yeah, but he's yeah, about he's time. about to fall over. You got a head coach who, gives who him thirty seven touches, that? huh? Bijan, thirty seven touches. I mean, are, 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 do they want him for the rest of the season or not? I mean, think you ever think Ricky Williams got that many? You think Cedric Vincent <laughs> got that many? Come on, this is stop. He's only staying three. You got one more year. He's gone. Just get your money's worth and let him go to the pros. He's not staying four years. Don't be like Gary Patterson who's getting criticized for not playing his best player in the fourth quarter because I didn't want to give him any more touches. The guy was killing Texas. They missed their best player. Yeah, Gary's thinking about that kid's future and thinking about his yeah, kid, you know, the he's NFL. He's and I, I, appreciate, years, I appreciate Gary for that. All right, uh, I love you, buddy. I'm, I'm giving you a horns down right now, doing a little bit of a horns down for you uh, in the class. studio. Show class. Show class. <laughs> Okay, Baylor versus UT, the real rivalry, and that'll happen on October 30th uh, there on the Brazos, the Battle of the Brazos. Halloween.
I don't think y'all are really on the brasses. I think that was A&M. I'll talk to you soon. All my best, Clarence. Bye. There he goes. There he goes. Clarence Hill, Jr., joining the Matt Mosley Show and uh, providing some uh, interesting information, uh, I guess. I guess we'd call it that. Okay, uh, 